All right, welcome to the show, Money Cash Goals. We have Isaac Epps with us today. We are on Money Cash Goals where we get with experts and they tell us how to make money, spend cash to accomplish our goals. Today we have the finance man, Isaac. Isaac Epps, how you doing today, brother? How you doing, brother? Man, I'm doing great, man. I would first want to start off by saying thank you for coming, coming in today and in here to drop some free value and some jewels on, on myself and the people. Again, like I said, this is Money Cash Goes. I am Lamont Walker. You know, I'm thankful for the new platform and Clubhouse. I was able to meet Isaac. I've been able to network with great people. And now we can get this information to our people, everybody, faster. Isaac Epps was born and raised in Louisville, Kentucky, to a single mother of three. And she had him by the age of 20. And by the age of 24, she brought his childhood home that they lived in. It was his mother's determination, hard work, and sacrifice that motivated him to attend college and to study finance. Upon graduating from college, Isaac Epps started his career in accounting through an employment at a railroad company in Atlanta, Georgia. Isaac will continue on to venture into entrepreneurship through his own business, Golden Property Management, and Isaac Epps, the finance man. Isaac's mission is to maximize his impact on his community through making his name and brand synonymous with finance and good finance practices. Through this, Isaac hopes communities will uplift themselves through the means of personal finance. Again, welcome to the show, Isaac Epps. How you doing again? I appreciate that, brother. I appreciate that, brother. Man, I just read your bio, man. Go ahead and give us a little bit of history on your background, especially where you're coming from saying that your, your mother influenced you to get into accounting. Yes, sir. So my mother, um, she had a first child when she was 15, my older sister. She had me when she was 19. Um, and she was actually, um, you look at her prom picture with my father, she was actually uh, had me in her belly. And by the age of 20, um, she had my, my, my youngest sister. And at that time, she split with my father due to his, his drug addiction and his abuse. Um, and also the fact that uh, he kept having kids <laughs> with other women in between the time. Um, at that time, he had had another child with uh, another woman at the same time as my, my sister, just a day apart. So I have two sisters there, literally just a day apart, and was born just across from each other. Um, so from there, she, you know, she got her own little apartment. She uh, we lived there for about maybe a year or two on Section Eight, and then, um, you know, welfare, all the the whole system. But she wanted more for us. She she seen a, a bigger future for us. So she she let go of that apartment and decided to stay with my uh, decided to stay with my grandmother for about a year or so. We literally stayed on like a queen size bed that just laid on the ground. There was no, no nothing else. This is a queen size bed on the on the ground. It was just all of us, and we did that for about a year or so. And she saved up enough money to surprise us with a house that had my own room, and we had a big backyard. It was in a nice neighborhood, and it wasn't the greatest neighborhood in, in Charlotte at the time, but it was it was definitely. Um, way better than the neighborhood that my grandmother was in and she really showed us that you know you, you, you don't have to live life the way that everyone else is as far as trying to keep up with the Jones if you just take what you got budget well you can get whatever you want and you can build a future for yourself and then what hard work and determination could really get you um, although you know she was able to afford us to get that home of course being a single mother she worked all the time so we really wasn't 
uh, capable of, of being with my mother very often and my father was never in our life so we spent a lot of time on our, our, by ourselves and I remember being in school I wanted to, to get out of my, my, my circumstances so bad and the only way I could see it um, of getting out of my circumstances was through education so I worked really really hard throughout school um, was able to get a full ride scholarship to the University of Kentucky I first started studying engineering because my uncle is a rocket scientist engineer um, out in D.C. He's actually <laughs> built one of the, the pieces that went into a shuttle that was the first shuttle to ever uh, shoot out by a commercial company. Um, so I wanted to do that as well. And I realized engineering wasn't for me the first day I went to class because um, it was extremely boring. I knew I wanted to do something with business. And so I took my first business class, which just so happened to be accounting 201. And in that class, the teacher introduced it as this is the way that businesses speak. So I, I told myself if I want to learn how businesses speak, and I might as well study accounting. So I studied accounting, um, was able to get my first accounting internship working for Brown Foreman, which is the distributor for Jack Daniels. And it was an amazing internship. It just so happened that this this um, this company was also located um, in Shabley, where, where, where I live at in Louisville, um, which surprised me, right? Because Shabley is not the greatest neighborhood, especially where this part was at. It's more close towards the West End. But this campus was beautiful. They just blocked it out from the rest of the world. Um, and so from that opportunity, I was able to get another opportunity working under a CPA doing taxes and helping him with his financial, um, with his clients. And part of that job was, of course, doing taxes, a lot of taxes, but also I was able to look at their investments, the investments of a lot of people in Kentucky who were rich and what they were investing in. So I learned a lot about REITs and whatnots and how much, uh, you know, how much the, the rich was really getting off their investments. And then two, when I was doing their taxes, I learned how they was able to deduct, um, you know, how they were able to limit their tax liability pretty much. And when I was there, I realized that this service is beautiful. It's perfect for those who are able to, to be in that position to, um, you know, invest into their retirement and, and invest into in the investments and whatnot. But there was no such thing as a financial advisor for people who wasn't quite ready to be at that point, who just needed help with what some would call the basics. But to me, it's like it's not always basic, right? We all have our own talents. So I always had this planning in my head that we really need a financial advisor for my community and my community needs certain types of services so they can get from point A to point B. So I eventually got another internship working uh, for a railroad company called Norfolk Southern. Um, and I worked my ass off there because it was it was an amazing opportunity to be able to work in Atlanta, Georgia. So I was really hoping that if I worked hard enough, they would want to hire me after I graduated. And that's exactly what happened. I ended up um, getting the job and accounts payable. Did that for about two years. And then now I'm a purchasing supervisor where I purchase things for them. So the, the amount of things I purchase for them is, is, is it could be random, but the, the contracts are pretty high. And it gives me an opportunity uh, to not only uh, learn more about the railroad company, but the vendors that I work with are mom and, and dad shops, if, if you think about that. So um, that gives an opportunity for me to allow minority businesses to do business with us, whatever services I'm, I'm purchasing, whether it's um, IT contractors or I'm buying this or I'm buying this or I'm buying that. So it, it really puts me in a good position to, to assist my community uh, through that way. And I also started two businesses, one of the business called uh, Golden State, Golden Property Management, which is, you know, real estate. I, I have tenants and I, I rent out rooms. And Isaac, that's the finance man, where I personally assist people with their credit 
and it's it's it, the services go beyond that, but I don't want to go uh, too much into a tangent, so I'm I'm gonna leave it there. Man, brother, that's that's some amazing work right there uh, that you're doing, that you have done, and what you're looking to do. Uh, you know, you, when you get to talking about real estate, you know, that's my sector right there. So, you know, I got a little anxious when you started talking about real estate. But I want to keep it on subject talking about the credit because you are the finance man. I want to touch a little bit on that on that uh, personal credit. And you said that you want to help people, especially people in our community that wasn't ready. Now, yeah. now, when someone's not ready, okay, let's let's go on personal credit right now. Say I'm a guy, like like your situation. Say I'm a guy. I'm a single father. I have three children. I just went and tried to purchase a house, and I didn't get approved. So I'm I'm like, man, what am I do? Somebody tell me about Isaac Epps, and I go and say, hey Isaac, man, I got a 450 credit score. I'm trying to buy this house. Man, I'm working a job, and they told me I got to get a second job. I'm only making $16 right now, but I don't have time for a second job. What do I need to do to fix my personal credit so I can give me a home? Right. So the first step for me, the way that I help people with their credit is the same is using my talents, right? Um, when I was in school, I was I was known for being a really, really, really good tutor, um, especially when in the in the business world, um, business classes because they, they they get pretty hard, especially when you think about accounting, finance, and statistics. So I help my clients through education first, making them understand what credit is, and then two, creating a game plan that aligns to their goals. So in this particular case, my client is saying that he wants to purchase a home. Yes, credit is very important in this instance, but also what's important is their DTI ratio, which is your debt to income ratio. Um, so and, and then also, you know, other factors as well. So I, not only would I have to assist them with their credit as far as like, you know, getting them uh, acquainted with Credit Karma and going through each of the six credit factors and showing the impact and then, uh, you know, creating that game, that specific game plan to assist them to getting their, their credit optimized. But then we have to talk about your debt to income ratio. So how much income are you bringing in and how much debt do you have? What can we let go so that we can able to optimize your opportunities to lower your interest rates on those homes? Because it's extremely important that you come in correct when you get a home. A home is very, very expensive. And when you talk about interest rates, uh, half of a point, when I say a point, I'm saying half a percentage. So just half of like 1%, like 0.5% is, is a huge difference on what you're paying. So in my instance, when I built my first home, I, I constructed it out in April. Um, I started off with a certain credit score, a certain DTI ratio, and they quoted me a $15,000 down payment um, with a 1400 something uh, mortgage payment, right? For a new construction home, price of the home was about 250 something right? Um, just by building my credit score up during the six months that the house is being built, because mind you, they have to rerun your credit again before you make a purchase, so that first quote when you're getting a new construction home is not necessarily exactly what you're going to be paying. So as long as you're able to build your credit and lower your and, and lower your DTR ratio during that time, they'll requote you for a better price. And in my case, I was able to to lower my debt to, my uh, down payment from fifteen thousand to ten thousand, and my mortgage went from a thousand four hundred sixty to a thousand three hundred sixty. So if you think about that, of course, of a thirty year loan, that's over forty thousand dollars saved. So that's something I would let my client know that we're just not just going to rush and, and get you a house just because you qualify. Because technically, you can get a home with an FHA loan for with your credit score at five eighty, but I highly 
don't recommend that you're going to get a subprime loan and you do not want that. You want to be in a position where you're able to negotiate some, some really good rates. Man. Man. See, this is this is the thing right here. I'm going to say, hey, you guys, go ahead and get the pinging people because he's dropping real jewels. You're not only helping people get their credit up, but you're telling them what to do with it. You're saying, don't just go get the loan when you get approved. That's what you're telling me? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so you're giving them real finance information and the proper way to do it. And with personal credit, we know if you don't have a business, you need that personal credit. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. And it's so important. Like, it's not even just about houses. It's, it's about your cars. It's about employment, right? Uh, my particular position, they ran my credit, right? So if I had a certain credit score, they would have let me go. They wouldn't have hired me. So a credit score means a whole lot. It means way more than people think it does. And it can lower, especially if you don't have a lot of assets, right? Because when it comes to financing, you're, you're either you're either financing a project with your own equity, with you have your own assets and whatnot, so you have your own cash, or you're able to finance it with with um, with someone else's money, the loan, the bank's money, which is deals with your credit, right? So mm-hmm. most cases, African Americans don't have a lot of equity. So financing is part. I mean, uh, getting a loan from the bank is probably the best way that they can. And you really want to lower how much it costs for you to be able to borrow that money. Wow, I think that's a good spot right there when you're going from there and you're talking about cars and assets and things like that. A lot of people don't know about business credit. So I'd like to start off by asking you, can you explain the difference between personal credit and business credit? Yes, sir. So when you have your own personal credit, technically you can run a business with your own social security number, right? You don't necessarily have to get something called EEIN. And with their own personal credit, you can get business loans, you can get a business credit card, you can own a business uh, account. I actually have my own business, um, Isaac at the Finance Man, it's, more, it's, it's not structured uh, the, 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 the way to get personal business credit because it's more structured like a sole proprietorship where it's ran through my own social security number. Now, my, my mortgage business, that's set up like a, a, a business, right? That's when you have an EIN. It's, it's equivalent to your social security number and it's able to build its own credit. It's like its own U.S. citizen. It's able to do a lot of things that people don't realize it can do, right? It can own its own, it can own businesses as well. It can own cars. It can own assets. It's, it's, a, it's a U.S. citizen. So, but when you create it, it doesn't have credit. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a baby. It doesn't have credit. So in order to do so, you have to follow certain steps. Now, I don't personally help my clients with business credits. Typically, I would refer them to some, someone else. But I do know how it works, right? You have to get a Duns and, and Bradstreet number. So that's um, the website is as dnb.com. Just make sure everybody got that link, dnb.com. Then from there, you want to, to set up a... a a, a, a Dunn's number with them. Make sure you have your EIN, bank account, and everything set up. And then when you start working with businesses, you want to do something called a net 30. So it's just establishing credit with them. You would, maybe you get services or you buy a product from them. And then 30 days later, you'll pay them off. And you want to make sure that they're referring uh, your your personal line of credit with them to the Dunn's and Bradstreet so that over time you're able to build credit. And through this process, it will take you from between six and two years for you to start building credit. But once you're starting to do it, and you want to start doing this very, very early because you don't want to start building credit when you need it. Do you see what I'm saying? Like if it's a downturn, you need to get some credit from the bank and you're not able to get it, you're already in tough space. 
But if you start doing it as soon as your business starts and you start slowly building it up, and it might be a time where you're going to need it, you already have it built. Man, listen, everybody that's listening definitely need to plug in with this brother. I talked to him, you know, off off the phone or off uh, camera. And you originally went to school for engineering, right? I went to school for engineering for one semester <laughs> and switched that really quick. Man, I'm glad you switched it over because you know what you're talking about when you're getting into this accounting and these numbers and you're talking about personal and business credit and what we need because, what, like you said, we could put those things together and we can gain from it. We can gain assets. We can gain uh, access to funds. You know, different things. We can work with other people. And that's what we need for our community and our people that don't know what's going on. Everybody has to know they can go connect with Isaac Epps at his, um, on your Instagram, right? You have a link up. Do you, can you tell yes, us what sir. the link is? Do you have a, a link that people can get to that's just listening over there? Yes, sir. So if you go to my profile, Isaac Epps Finance Man, yes, I assist people with their personal credit. But I also make videos to assist people with just learning about personal and business finance in less than 60 seconds. So I try to make these videos as simple as possible, as quick as possible, and then I promote them out of myself with my own resources. So And then when I do that, I use target marketing. I use the same tactics that they use to, uh, on us to sell products that we don't necessarily need. So I did my own research, look for cities that are predominantly black, and I promote them and push them in those areas. So when they're flipping through their Instagram account, apologize about that they'll run and see my videos um if you go into my instagram account and my link there is a uh you can click into the, the finance man store and there you can book a free consultation with me great book a free consultation you know we're tying up and getting towards the end what i i know you have those 60 seconds i'm all about getting started right so i got i got a, a wild one for you right here you're a finance man you're in finance is there a way that someone that's not in finance, don't have a background in accounting, that they can do something in finance, credit, you know, maybe do something collabing with you, that they can get started today not only helping or fixing their credit, but making money off the credit industry? Is there a way? Yes, 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 yes. There's actually two ways. Um, one way, if you have bad credit and you need assistance and you want to learn more about how to build your credit, book a consultation with me. I charge 150 but if you refer anyone from me there or after, it's $50 per person that you refer to me. So it's, you don't even have to do the credits. You don't even have to be in that space because um, it does get a little sensitive, right? Because I mean, when you're dealing with people who have bad credit, you in, in some cases, there's a lot going on. So if you don't want, really want to help with all of that, all you have to do is refer the clients to me. Easy $50 for you, right? Um, but if you want to get into the credit industry, I am doing a workshop next month. There's not a particular date yet set up. That's the setup for anyone to, to be able to assist anybody with their credit. That's the goal. So that we can spread this knowledge of credit with everybody. Because everyone always complains about how it's not taught in school. So my goal is to spread it like an infection. I teach a person and you go out and teach a person. So I highly recommend anybody that wants to get into the credit industry to look follow me on Instagram and look out for that workshop. All right, and last but not least, before you get out of here today, go ahead and just give us a list of financial practices that we can use to accomplish our goals. Just something simple that we can do. Again, we're all about getting started. Yeah, well, number one, get your credit, get your credit right, right? 
Uh, and, I, and these are the things that my mom uh, taught me, right? So number one, get your credit right. Number two, live below your means. And I cannot express that. In, uh, as African-Americans, we are typically consumers. The goal is for you to become a producer. And to become a producer, you have to to, to lead that consumer mindset that you always constantly got to have the, the best clothes and this or that. When I was in school, I literally had some, sometimes holes in my shoes because I couldn't afford other shoes. But I used all that money to invest into myself so I can get a better resume, so I can have better suits and whatnot. So live below your means and only invest into stuff that actually makes sense. And then use that money for it to make money for you. So think about different businesses or projects that you can think of or invest into stocks and whatnot. And that way you're able to grow your wealth. Anybody. And you really don't need a college degree. My mother did not have a college degree and she lives very, very comfortably. You just need to understand that if you live below your means and invest, you will be able to grow your future. Live below your means and invest to grow your future. Man, I like you a lot, brother. <laughs> Man, we all about accomplishing our goals. Again, if you want to give Isaac Epps, you can go to his Instagram page the, to book him. The link is in his bio. Um, we're going to go ahead and close it out. I know we got some people in the audience. Um, if you have any questions, you can raise your hand, come up here and ask us some questions. But really, he giving the jewels all the way out right there on your personal credit and your business credit. Live below your means. <laughs> and invest I think that's the number one thing You got anything you want to leave us out with Before we go Isaac Yeah that's that's, that's really it Please 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 leave the It's, it's called uh, I'm not sure if y'all watch uh, Baby Boy It's called uh, uh, Guns and Butter Right, he teaches them and let them know that you can either invest yourself into guns and butter. Butter is that is that bullshit. Is what he says. It's the, the clothes, the jewelry, all that stuff that, that's here today and gone tomorrow. But investing is when you uh, the, the guns is, is is the businesses, the stocks, the bonds, all that stuff. So invest into those bonds. I mean, it's invest into those guns. <laughs> that's what I, what I said. All right, man. I thank you for man coming on the show. I thank the guests. Everyone um, down in the audience listening to the show. Again, this has been Money Cash Goals, where we get with experts and they show us all how to make money and spend cash to accomplish our goals. I have been Lamont Walker. Thank you guys again. Thank you, Isaac, man. I look forward to doing business with you in the future. Love you guys, man. I love you, brother, man. Be great. Keep doing what you're doing in the community and definitely keep giving out that free value and that money always going to come back, man. Thank you again. Appreciate it. All right, man. Appreciate you. Thank you. Hey, also, remember, you can go get that merch. Money Cash Goes merch is coming out, man. We gonna, I'm going to send you something. Isaac, I'm going to send you a T-shirt. Oh, uh, man. I'm going to wear it, and I'm going to promote that. I promise you. All right, brother. Thank you. This is Lamont again with the MCG team. Our specialty is showing people how to make money in real estate with little to no experience or license. If you're interested, email us at solutions at backsbill.com to get started today. We encourage everyone listening to join the MCG team for free business tips and tools by going to moneycashgoals.club. Be sure to subscribe and share this show with anyone that you think will benefit from it. The links are in the description. Remember, let's be free financially, healthily, mentally, spiritually, all four seasons as one free up season. Be great.
been busy out trying to get bread. Boy, putting in work for a long time. Bought I'm out back in here. I done reached my limit of the bullshit. Did it for the acres in a cool whip. Get it? Smooth clap with a cool kick. Yeah, I lose this. Yeah, I rules this. Like cap ain't moving. To the cap start moving. I ain't losing. Nah, better put some respect on my name. The remix is never the same. Same. All this knowledge I'm giving you game. 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 Money cash goes, 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 money cash goes. Man, for real, Money cash go. 